It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? I feel like I don't get enough credit for how I managed to sync up my what's up <laughs> with you guys hearing it a couple of seconds on delay. I think I should get slightly more credit for the work that I do in order to make that happen. Welcome into episode number, oh, you know what? Episode numero cien of Jobbing uh-huh. Out. Yes. Ah, how about that? Uh, Glenn Clark. Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton with you, and we will, of course, dive into the fallout from uh, Fastlane and start looking ahead as, as more clarity now exists. There are things that I'm mad about. There's things that I'm not as mad about. There's things that I'm raging about. We'll cover all of that during the course of this week. Actually, I kind of just I kind of want to get it out of the way. Uh, it's on me. Do it. It's on me. I'm not, I can only be mad at myself, right? I said, I can't believe this. I cannot believe it. How many weeks ago this was? I cannot believe that they're doing this with Bad Bunny. And I actually think it works. And I, and I actually think they're, they're doing it well. And it, I can't believe I'm saying these words. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because they're getting it so right. And then WWE was like, ha ha, JK, fuck you. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Why can't they ever get anything right? Because well, I guarantee you, it's just him saying he wanted to do a solo match. I, that, that, I think it's as I simple as that. I don't know if I believe that part. That part, I'm not sure I believe. I believe it's far more likely that that Vince McMahon said, "Why do we care about this?" This other guy. Why the hell do we care about him? We we've got Bad Bunny. Let's. I, I can't believe that because of what he looks like. I, and that part I understand, but that doesn't mean that Vince McMahon has any idea who he is. Like you, I feel like Bad, Bad Bunny, Bunny is was, selling all the T-shirts right now. That's all yeah. Vince sees. I mean, like I feel like Bad or 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 what if it's an anti John Morrison thing? Well, we don't, I don't I mean, give a shit about John Morrison. Well, I mean, I, I believe that to be true too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I certainly believe that to be true. But it, it look, man. I I don't want to spend all show on it because Lord knows it's not really that much of an important thing. But my God, the correct answer is right in front of you, and you were like, "Now wait a second. What if we walked over here? What if we walked six miles out of the way? Could could that be a thing too?" No, no. I'm probably foolish, but for some reason, I think it still might be a tag match. Yeah, I know. A lot of people are talking about that this week. And, like, maybe it will be. And if it is, then I I will go right back to where I was to begin with. And I will be not only fine with... uh, It's going to be hard for me to recover from the feeling that I had this week. Like, I'm... And it's, it's not... It's a little bit about them. It's really about me. It's just how mad I am at myself for ever believing that this would just be handled correctly and that we would enjoy it and all of that. Why would I ever allow myself to believe such a thing? 
It's like how I believe that they're going to clearly make Bobby Lashley a strong heel again when they decided to have him work with Sheamus. That that's that's logical. Sure, that's that makes sense and then Sheamus I guess is a face for 20 seconds and then 20 seconds later no he's not. A, what I mean what the fuck? Like what are we you guys want to talk about something you liked? I, I mean, like, I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep being this guy. From Fastlane? Uh, yeah, we can, we can. I guess I we the, start. I thought the show was pretty good. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine. I mean, it's. The end of the show was so good. See, this is this is the opposite of the AEW thing. It, this, is, this is where a mediocre show feels better because of the end versus a fine or mediocre well, or as okay long, so okay. feeling shitty Hang because on a second. of the end it's as long as we know what it's leading to right like i that, i mean it's a hundred percent it has to be you say point. you say that i mean like <laughs> you better not start throwing words around like 100 percent, or else you make an ass like this guy did when it came to oh, bad money right. and damian priest i um, mean they added daniel bryan to the wrestlemania poster so i feel like at this point that's it's pretty if if he's on the poster what else is he doing I mean, I, I hear you. I mean, when he wasn't on the poster, okay. I hear you. I can't put, like, look think at, you're look at right. Who's on the poster? All I, the people on the poster. I understand everything you're saying, yeah. and I damn well think you're right. But there's, there's, I guess <laughs> we're, we're doing a bunch of different things here. One, there the there's the oh right, but there's still the WWE factor, right? Like yes. there's that. There's two the. Again, this is what I go back to. With no offense, if you were ever gonna do Dan, uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. There is no fucking purpose to Edge being a part of this, and I don't care if that's that, my big takeaway. If 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 that seemed decent at the end of the night on Sunday night, it still doesn't make me more interested in, in a Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan Edge match than I would have been in a Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan match. I'm not. I'm not. So I'm not. I can have, it's not even comparable. I can have two separate thoughts. One thought is, I would much rather it be Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and the whole time, until the end of what happened, the whole time this match was happening, I was like, you know where this match would have been great? <laughs> yep. WrestleMania. Because <laughs> it was, a, and I thought the same thing about Drew and um, Sheamus, by the way. Like, the whole time I'm watching these two matches, I'm like, these are WrestleMania matches. They like, are, are. why are they happening right yeah, now? <laughs> correct. I mean, and now um, the, the and other so one, I, my, I'm, still, on. hang on, but I'm still excited separate... about Drew Bobby Lashley. Make that very clear. I still think oh, Drew yeah. Bobby Lashley is good, and I'm in for it as a WrestleMania event, and I think it works. It's convoluted, but I'm still in. This I, I, I just I, meant watching the match itself. I, and so the, my separate thought that I'm going to keep separate from that is what they did was incredibly entertaining. Um. At the end of the at the end of the match was incredibly entertaining. I felt like a fifteen year old watching wrestling. Like that was like I didn't know where it was going. It was exciting. It was interesting. I thought that match in the story they told was the most interesting thing that they've done in a long time. Aaron, I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn. Well, there there are a number of reasons I've torn about it. One is they've made. Edge, I'm not going to say irrelevant, but uninteresting in this feud right now. You could sell me that even though I wasn't necessarily the target for the Edge going into WrestleMania as a face redemption comeback story, there are definitely people who were into that. Edge as a tweener, as the Rumble winner, going into a match where people want Daniel Bryan, not Edge, to win 
is not interesting to me. Not I don't know how I it could be interesting to anybody. I think you're stepping outside of kayfabe and deciding that you don't like that as a direction. But I think within kayfabe, they have done all the work to tell the story of why that is. I, Brandon, here, and, I, I think they've done, they've done that if you accept the match was happening. If you accept that the match, that this is the way it's going to be, then this is a good way to tell that story. But the right. other side of it is relevant, which is we didn't need that match. I, I, I don't want that match. I'm not interested in that match. What the fuck is interesting about it? What is interesting about Tweener Edge being thrown into Daniel Bryan chasing the guy to be the the, the one who 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 finally breaks Roman Reigns? Why is well, that the, interesting? The one thing that's interesting about it the most is that I legitimately can't tell you who's going to win. I can tell you it's not Edge. How? Because Edge as a tweener cannot win that match. Yeah, it, Edge as a fade can win that match. Yeah. Edge as a tweener cannot win that match. You say that. Are you convinced that he can't win the match? Yes, 100%. If he was winning that match, he stays a face. Yeah, he should. I mean, look, look, you know, Brandon, to your point, this goes back to can WWE do anything? Sure, they could do anything and it wouldn't make sense and they could do it anyway. But uh, imagine having someone that. What is the reaction if you end WrestleMania with Edge winning the title? What is it? Well, I, I think it's going to end with Drew winning the title, but, <laughs> but to I your point, I, I know. Drew's on night one. Drew's on night yeah, one. Yeah, Drew's night one. Yeah. Do you think, okay, wait, let me play very bizarre devil's advocate for a second. Because this is a really specific thing that, to think that someone might think, but I could also see why someone might have had this argument in, in, in a room somewhere backstage. Do you think that they said... Wait a second. This isn't the version of Edge that anyone ever liked. The version of Edge that anyone ever liked was the bad guy Edge. Like when and Edge why got is over, Bryan then he the can't match. be facing Roman Reigns. That's my whole. That's why they put Daniel Bryan in the match. But so I mean, by the way, if Edge pins, no, wait, hold if on, Tweener wait. Edge pins Daniel Bryan to win the title, that's fucking awful. But I, I'm not okay. Wait, don't go there yet. I'm saying, is this them overthinking that, like, good guy you, Edge you, you is could, actually a heel and bad guy Edge is actually the face? Do you, you see mean, what I'm saying? You, you could start with, is this them overthinking? Yes. Yeah. Um, because now, now, keep in mind, when he was over like that, why was that? Because on the other side of the ring was generally who? John Cena. Oh, correct. John Cena. That's right. My bad. My bad. I'm doing. Yes, correct. John Cena. And so that's the number one reason why they're incredibly flawed if they're thinking that way. But, I, I mean, I've heard people say they would rather Edge be a heel. But I've heard a, multiple. It's, sure. But it's two different conversations. Yeah, it is. You're the, right. Like the, the, Is Edge better being edgy? Hey, hey. Is Edge better in that role? Absolutely. Is that role good for a WrestleMania main event right now? No fucking way no and, and, and there's another way. And there's another lightning in a bottle situation where they they put the only face in the entire company in the match where that won't work well it's not like, the, it's not the only one that wouldn't have worked with kevin owens either let me make that very clear okay they, that wouldn't have worked two, with kevin two, owens either two, the two face i mean they're kind of they're not the same guy but you get what i'm saying they're the yeah, same it's, the it's people similar, that like them concept, like them the same but way. it's it's broader with daniel bryan which makes it more difficult yes like it's it's an it's a broader appeal for daniel bryan than just the group of people that we're talking about 
Um, but it's a similar group for Kevin Owens. And I bet if we thought about it, there'd probably be another name or two that we could throw in there that wouldn't work, right? Like, but the point there's being, some, there's something else to mention here. By the way, did, did you guys feel okay? First off, I want to I want to reiterate. I love the match. I loved it. It was enjoyable for me. I legitimately, I almost legitimately thought he was going to win for for a couple seconds. Um, but did you guys feel like they kind of had Daniel Bryan working heel a little no, in that match? I did not. I no. did. I did not. I, feel you remember the all. first ten minutes of it? I was going to say if you're talking about when he got like really intense, uh, like the first unless ten minutes of the match where he's like I, baiting him, and I, running around. I thought and, that fit with what they've been doing with Daniel Bryan recently. But, I thought. But, that, but you know what it played off like? It played off like the Brock match when he was a heel. <laughs> Whenever, whenever brand well, but new he healed... face in the Brock match too. Uh, he did, but he did this goofy. I mean, he did eventually, but he did this goofy baiting thing in that match. And that was like the weekend he turned heel or whatever. But I think Cause that, he had just it, won the title, but that fits with the character that they've been giving to Daniel Bryan recently, yeah. which has been, I'm desperate. Like that. This, right, right. I, I need you to come after me. I need, this is, I, I can't yeah. sit around and wait. I, I well, and go. I'm, I'm, I'm the smart veteran now. I'm not a right. guy who's necessarily going to go physically with you, but I can outsmart you. Um, this, this is insane. I mean, this is really insane. <laughs> like I, and, and it goes back to, I mean, like this isn't me. I, I get a lot of things wrong. We just led the show with what I got wrong. Right. But the thing that I did the night of the Royal rumble and said, this doesn't work. It, it, the edge is the problem. Edge is not there. There is no point to Edge. This thing at the end where you're like, "This is interesting." I got to be honest. I was more pissed off than anything else. I was not captivated at the end. I was pissed off that you gave me a great match and then ruined it with fucking Edge. I, I got to be honest. It made me angry. And you can say, "Well, that's a good angry, right? That's an emotion. You want that angry." But the truth is, how does that benefit Edge? In what world? You've, yeah, but we're we are where we where we are. So, like, how else would you justify putting Daniel well, Bryan in the match? I, I, I don't. You can't go back and say, "Well, we are where we are." They put themselves there. Right. No, I'm saying we are where we are at Fastlane. So you, so knowing where we are going into Fastlane, what else could they do? Don't at Fastlane. put Daniel Bryan in the match. Why? <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Either if you have Edge win the Royal Rumble, commit to it. Right. it it's See, all about. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. That. I'm in agreement with Aaron on this. Like, I don't like it. It's not my thing. But once you do it, it should matter, right? Like, it, the the story is Edge's triumphant return. Now, I I wanted him to lose. I wanted Roman Reigns to to kill him in a minute, right? Because I don't want him to beat Roman Reigns. But once you do it, do it. Now you're just telling this fucking convoluted story. I, 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 the only thing that I possibly can want is Daniel Bryan pinning Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That's the only thing that anybody could want in all of this. And then why is Edge there? To do what? What is his purpose? If this and is... My, and, and what has changed? That's the other question. Right. Why What's were you changed since the Rumble? Why were you so committed to Edge at that point and not committed to him anymore? And there could be a couple of factors, and we kind of alluded to it. It could be that they they thought that Edge was a massive pop culture star, and then realized very quickly, oh shit, we were wrong about this. No one cares, right? Like th the, the reporting was that Vince didn't think it was big enough. That there's but who knows if that's true or you know not. there there's certainly a level of that that could be a problem, which then goes back to 
why it was so stupid to have Edge win the Royal Rumble to begin with, which was never necessary and insane. Um, the second part of it could be a physical thing, right? That that you that where where you think you are with Edge isn't really where you are with Edge. And for a WrestleMania main event, you 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 thought that me was ready to do something like that, but the truth is he isn't. So we need to take a little bit off his plate. And the third part of it, Aaron, I think is are you realizing you're just not committed to Edge long-term and this was really an excuse to just have Edge in one more WrestleMania match in front of people? Is there a realization of this isn't a three-year plan? This was a one-year plan, really. And we needed to force our way into having Edge in a main match because whatever, and this is what we're doing, but we are realizing very quickly that th there's just no purpose beyond this, which, I, frankly, should be the answer, like, I just no disrespect. I know there are people that love Edge. Ben Nash probably wants to strangle me right now, right? Like, no disrespect. He's not that big of a deal. He's just, he's a, he's a, he's a, a well-liked popular star, and it was cool to have him back. But there should have never been a three-year plan around Edge. He's not Brock Lesnar. He doesn't deserve that, and he's too old to be working consistently enough to force his way back into regular storylines. So, None of it is a good answer. Let me make this abundantly There's a clear. fourth answer, though. Okay. And and this one scares me a little bit, and it, it might, but it might actually be the most right answer. They want, they don't want someone taking a fall for some reason. Yeah. That's the one that scares me the most. We we discussed that last week. Be, because then you get into convoluted. Why don't they want somebody taking a pin? And you well, get a, into convoluted finishes. Well, you can make an argument that they shouldn't want Roman Reigns to take a pin. No, 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 no. You Not this way. If Roman Reigns is losing the title, I, and I said this two months ago, if Roman Reigns loses the title, he should be losing. Well, 100%, that's the way it should be. 100%. If Roman Reigns is losing, he should be losing. Um, and it's and it's more... I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's more nonsensical to have Daniel Bryan win the title without pinning Roman Reigns. You could make an argument... Jesus Christ. Unless you're already trying to double-turn Roman, which you shouldn't do. Well, no. no. Of course you shouldn't no, be doing no, no. that. There is some <laughs> argument that if the point was just to get the belt off of Roman, which, again, is insane given the story that you had told, that you could do it by having Edge pin Daniel Bryan that keeps Roman Reigns hot. It creates... I mean, I don't know. No, fuck it. I can't come up with anything. Never no, mind. No, that's awful. Nope. Nope. Awful. There's there's nothing good. There is no, zero. There's one good. last thing that you have to consider, and that is the thing that we we all kind of like whatever. But I know I know it could be a thing, which is if they think they can have a full stadium for SummerSlam, and they want the real whatever they were gonna do to happen there, and they but, just but that's so, so you want Ro so in in this case you're probably saying Roman is pinning Daniel Bryan to save Edge for SummerSlam. My Potentially, God, and I hate it. My. God, that would be the grossest it's, scenario. It's awful. To, to, like, to your to your point, Brandon, that actually works if you keep it Roman Reigns versus Edge and do the thing again that I'm not excited about, but you just do where you have Roman Reigns run through Edge to set up the one, the one that should be happening, which is Daniel Bryan going over Roman Reigns at right. SummerSlam. Like, fine, right. I'm on board with that. But again, that doesn't involve Daniel Bryan being in the main event of WrestleMania. This all so unless they go, unless they go the other way, and it's. Edge, who costs Daniel Bryan somehow, and you get Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. I mean, sure. Or what if you get Edge, Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam? I mean, 
I don't. I don't even. And you get words. full asshole heel Edge versus yeah, baby face Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Right, but is that for is that for a championship or? And then if you do that, what are you doing with Roman? Because I'm gonna hate whatever it is. I'm sure. It's just it just this is this is not I'm unless not... they know they have the Rock for SummerSlam and they do they don't want the belt to be involved. I I, I don't know. I mean, look, is there some world where they, they have a plan and it's messy and it's sloppy and the whole, um, maybe I, it, I don't know. Ugh. It just comes. They off. don't have a plan. Yeah. They don't like, they might have a plan now, but the plan has changed minimum three times since the rumble. And I agree. that should never be the case. I agree. I mean, it's, that's the problem with edge being the rumble winner. Like at this, I can't get over it. Edge was a terrible rumble winner. A God, it was an abomination to have Edge win the Royal Rumble. It was Daniel horrible. Bryan was right there. I mean, <laughs> every wonder, everything that you should do, and there were there were other options. There there were. It's not only about Daniel Bryan. You had so many good stories that you could tell from the Royal Rumble to letting somebody be the one to dethrone fucking Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. It was Jey Uso. Jey Uso was a great story. You Shit. didn't have to have a SmackDown person win the Rumble. Oh, you did. By the way, if Edge is if Edge is over uh, playing around on Raw right now, it's not nearly as bad. It's not as bad, right. no question. Not nearly as bad. Um, no, I don't it's, even know if we'd be complaining about it all well, that much. Well, it's still there's no easy. But there's answer. no obvious right. There there's no like, there's there's no logical story. But yes, it's certainly not this bad. There's no doubt about that. This is terrible. I mean, it's just terrible. And and if if ultimately. What ends up happening is Daniel Bryan pinning Roman Reigns. I, I guess it'll be okay. It's still not as good as it would have been if it had just been a Daniel Bryan-Roman Reigns match at, at WrestleMania. But, like, I, I guess we'll all kind of be like, well, eh, fine, all's well that ends well, right? Like, as long as Daniel Bryan pins Roman Reigns, but... Yuck, come on, dude. There, there, there are two acceptable... Uh, results. One is Daniel Bryan pins Roman Reigns. The other is Roman Reigns pins Edge, edge right. and and lets you go on it. And even that, I don't like quite. You I, know. I don't like it. But you'd have to do it in a very unique way. You'd have to do yes. it in a very unique way where 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 somehow he didn't really beat Daniel Bryan. And you got to do it. It's the writing and the booking has to be the producing of the match has to be really clever so that Daniel Bryan is a factor in the match. It's not he's cast aside seconds in somehow, but yet somehow also clearly did not get beat by Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's that's a tricky thing to do, right? Yeah, and, like, you can't and throw him real- into the Thunderdome. Well, not that it's the Thunderdome. You know what I mean? You can't throw him off the stage right at the beginning and then <laughs> and, and not be in the match the whole time either. Right, right. Because right. here's the problem. If, by the way, if Daniel Bryan takes the fall, whoever it is, then it feels like the only reason you put Daniel Bryan in the match was to take the fall, and that's a problem. Oh no, all of it's a problem, dude. All of it's a problem. It's all yeah. a problem. Like the, WrestleMania shouldn't be this hard. A face wins the Royal Rumble that we all get behind to win the title at WrestleMania, and I get it. You'd say that's too formulaic. We well, got two fucking championship belts now, right? Like you can do different things with them. This the, the face, by the way, doesn't have to uh, to win the title. He just has to ride the momentum into the title match. Correct. That's the point of WrestleMania and a Royal Rumble. It's the point of all of this. So we can't ever have a heel win the Royal Rumble. You can every now and then, but this is nothing. This is nothing. You've it, you've done worse than that. You've made it uninteresting. God. But I don't think it's uninteresting. So I don't agree with you. Like, like I think I can Daniel Bryan like... versus Roman Reigns is interesting. That feud is interesting. 
but th- this is still interesting to me. I still was really into what they did. I can I can also say I would prefer Edge not to be involved. But like I, this didn't make this nothing. I mean, like I still thought, and every dude, there, I talked to Ben Nash who was raving about it he's, too. But well, he's of course, a massive Ben Edge Nash fan. was raving about You've it. Got to keep that in mind. The people that love Edge love Edge. They do. But I don't love Edge. I mean, like I, I don't love Edge. I still think what they did was captivating. While I didn't prefer that he was involved, but like I still. I still thought it was a really interesting finish to the match. I still am excited to see the match at WrestleMania, despite it not being my number one priority of what I wish it would be. Um, I mean, like, I also don't want to be the guy that, like, wanted to predict everything in WandaVision and then got mad when, like, none of my stuff happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, but it's like, like, to me, it's not I, about... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to separate the two things. Yeah. I think the match in a bubble was interesting i am just at this point in my mind unless you are just a diehard edge person i don't know how you're interested in edge for the next three weeks i just don't i'm interested because i want daniel bryan to kick his ass then why wouldn't you have a daniel bryan versus edge match at wrestlemania i mean i want him to kick roman reigns ass too like, i don't know but but like it, this is what i come back to uh, I feel like no, I wait, hold care on, but, about but this saying, way more than I care about Roman Reigns versus Edge. You're, you're saying the Royal Rumble winner now just exists because See, I don't care about that. I don't care about that as much as you do. Because I, well, they've no, done I mean, this so I, I many times. Edge just existing as a guy for Daniel Bryan to beat is, I mean, you could do that with anybody. That I guess that's my point. But that goes back to it's underwear fighting and nothing matters. I mean, like, well, sure, you could do it with anybody. I mean, you can do any of this with anybody, right? Well, no, I mean, but you're saying that the the whole reason Edge is interesting is that uh, he exists for Daniel Bryan to to beat, to beat up. He's That's interesting, interesting because it's part Edge about and Edge. I haven't seen him wrestle in a long time, and it's not the same, you know, person that's been in the main event for the past 15 pay per views. And uh, these three guys will put on a great match. I mean, I don't know what else you want. Like, I really don't understand. I, I, the last edge, by the way, something captivating going into the Royal But Rumble. what is that? Like, I just don't understand what you expect. I, 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 here's the thing. Like, it's not for me, but I think the redemption story is, it. like, it, it is inherently but interesting. you argue that, a, that this still is that? It's no, just it's two not. Guys it's fighting over if we're, if we're cheering against him, it's it not a redemption story anymore. Yeah, we don't want that. It's pretty clear. We don't fucking want redemption. We want we want him to get his ass kicked. Like we definitely don't want redemption anymore. Right. I think there's two diff- different things. I, the part that I'll give you, Brandon, uh, like if you want to make a comparison to Daniel Bryan in New Orleans, if you want to make a comparison to um, Daniel Bryan not winning the Royal Rumble, not being in the Royal Rumble. And Batista winning, and yeah, that sucked because we it sucked. But by the time we got to the main event at WrestleMania, it didn't matter anymore because we got what we wanted when it was all said and done, right? Like if you want to comparison to that, and obviously it's a very different circumstance where it required a fucking uprising for us to get there. Um, I, I'll listen to that. That ultimately, what we're gonna get is three guys, and once they walk into the ring, as long as it goes the right way. It, it can be compelling. It could be interesting. So I'll hear you on that part of it. It's, it is extraordinarily difficult for me to separate it from what it should be, which is the bigger problem I have is that the last eight months, the most captivating thing in professional wrestling has been the Roman Reigns storyline. It's been wonderful. 
it's been gorgeous. And suddenly, the Roman Reigns storyline is is what going into the WrestleMania main event that he's a part of? Are you asking me that? I'm asking anybody that. I mean, it's him trying to hang on to a spot from two guys that are trying to take it. But there's no... The, the head of the table, the unbe... It's, it's not the story. The story is now two guys that are coming after you for different reasons that also have another issue with you. This requires... This, this triumvirate requires nothing. And Aaron's point, it could be any three guys. Any champion, any Rumble winner, and any other guy could tell a similar story. The story, the one, is not the story anymore. So as much as I still want it to be Daniel Bryan getting over... couldn't it be the story if he says, I beat Edge and Daniel Bryan at the same time? You're saying that they can... Coming out of it? Coming out of it, yes. But it's not the story going into WrestleMania. That The most important show of the year, you've abandoned the story that mattered the most. And this goes back to what I always talk about. What we've been watching professional wrestling every week... That should be paid off in some way. Well, hold on. Here's another thing we have to do. We have to watch SmackDown Friday because as of now, this is not a match. Like, we have to see what they say and how they... If if it doesn't become a match, that uh, makes it worse. But what I'm saying is, what if it's Daniel Bryan has to fight someone else first? I assume that's what it is. I assume that it's the Daniel Bryan Edge match on night one because you have to resolve Daniel Bryan Edge one-on-one. Because that's a whole other thing. I mean, that's to me, that's a whole other thing than this just being a triple threat. And and I think that we should reserve some judgment Wait, until we on. see what it actually is. Isn't that even worse, though? <laughs> oh, how, but how but, can you say it's worse before it's worse you see what it is? It's worse for Roman Reigns, is what I'm saying. Like, if, if the story for the next couple of weeks going into WrestleMania is about a Daniel Bryan edge match and, and Roman Reigns just sort of being the other guy, that completely puts to fucking bed any of this conversation being about... Roman Reigns and the head of the table and someone finally but unseating him. If, but not if he's the one who makes it ha- like so he's the one who got the uh chamber person to fight him directly after the match, correct? Right. As the head of the table with all the power, he could be the one that forces them to fight each other or forces whatever stipulation to make it more uh amenable to him. As the head, of, you could tell that story where he's still dodging around and, and right, but, getting but things to, to his to benefit. To your point, that only really works to drag it out longer. To be another example of of him sort of being shitty in order to remain in that position. I I, I don't and, buy. Well, I, I I think that the best option is probably for him to come out of WrestleMania still as the champion. But then that goes back to the, like this. The, the, the story that you've been telling that should be the WrestleMania story is someone dethroning Roman Reigns to to take him off his seat at the head of the table. Well, and, and, and again, why is AJ Daniel Bri- why is Daniel Bryan if it's if it's Roman Reigns coming out of this? Why is Daniel Bryan? Why didn't he just run over Edge? What do you mean? You you ha- if this is about Roman Reigns, you know, uh, you know, coming out of WrestleMania looking like the big bad heel. Start, you know, continuing. Well, no, because I think the, I think the answer is because they're adding the the chicken shit part. Like I, I, I don't. You, you don't can be chicken shit. Be- okay, fine. He, he doesn't have to run through. He, but I'm, I'm saying, what is Dan? Why is Daniel Bryan in this match? Because I, chicken, I keep coming back to that. Well, why the is Daniel shit Bryan? Part in would this be match? that those guys sort of beat each other, and that's how he wins. You know what I mean? Like 
that that's another way that you book a triple threat is that Roman Reigns gets thrown through a table somewhere. He's laying there. And then he comes in and wins the match. I mean, I'm not but saying like they should literally... do that. I have a problem with that for the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, I do I mean, have a problem with that. You have a problem with everything. Like, no, I don't know but what wait, you... wait, wait, wait. No, we all no should have a problem with that for the main event. For the main event of WrestleMania, we should all have but a problem with that. But you guys bitched about Edge and Roman Reigns since they announced it. Because <laughs> Edge was the problem! At least. <laughs> it's logical at How, least. I've said that, this... That... I mean, I've said this a million times. The problem is Edge. Edge is the problem. Period. I, I, this is this. This has been a very consistent thing that hasn't changed. The problem is Edge. Edge is the problem. Now, to Aaron's point, and I do agree with him on this. Once you made it the problem, you should at least see it through. It wasn't my choice. I wouldn't have done it, but at least you see it through. See it through to the end. Build up a major Roman Reigns versus Edge match. And then the best case scenario, exactly as we talked about with John Minidakis, is you have Roman Reigns destroy him to come out strong on the other end. Not what I would have done, but they did it. And once they did it, they should have been committed to it. Now, instead, and by the way, Brandon, to your credit, you're not the only person who thinks this was brilliant, right? Like, I, I think the guy that wrote up the recap on Cage Side Seats was going on about how he was sweating through it and how excited he was. I, I was too. I'm not. I, I was literally on the edge of my seat. I'm I, not. Uh, I'm, if that makes me a mark, then I'm a mark. I'm not. I, I'm I not going to pretend like you're the only guy. And and I'm I'm not trying to tell you that I didn't think, in context, that it was interesting the way that they did it. But what's still lingering over me is I don't want this. This is not. This is a slap in the face, and I'll compare it to a year ago. Tell me that what I'm watching matters. Tell me that the storyline that you have enthralled me with is the storyline that matters. I don't remember the last time Roman Reigns used the term head of the table. It's, he said acknowledge me to Daniel Bryan all through the match. That, that part is true. He did say acknowledge me. I'll give you that. You're right about that. They have made it. And his promo said that to Edge as well. I mean, he he is he's saying that part of it. He might not use the actual head of the table word. I think that Paul Heyman has been saying it. I don't remember that. He calls him the tribal chief. The tribal chief part, he has said. It's the same thing, it's right? Sim- yeah, I mean, I maybe. Yeah, I'm less concerned about that aspect. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's definitely a different thing. It's not someone finally dethroning Roman Reigns. It's a convoluted story that involves multiple people that could have worked with any combination of people. This is not the moment for someone to dethrone Roman Reigns. It's not. Now, if you're going to present that the match on night one is Roman Reigns versus Edge with Edge taking himself out of night two if he loses, maybe. Maybe I can get there. What if they just say Roman Reigns has to face both guys? That's what he's just saying. Well, that, you're saying him taking himself out. What no, if it's I'm, never? No, no, no. He's saying he faces Edge on night one, and then no, I'm Daniel not. Bryan I, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. I was. Oh, saying I thought that's what you meant. Sorry. I was saying Roman Reigns versus, or sorry, Edge versus Daniel Bryan on night one. The winner gets to face Roman Reigns on Sunday night. That at least creates a scenario where Daniel Bryan runs through Edge is beleaguered. And that's the Daniel Bryan that we want, right? And that can re-get me to a place where this man, who's been through everything, finally dethrones Roman Reigns. Now, it's still not clean. It's still not as good as it would have just been if you had done the fucking thing you should have done the entire time. But it's better 
than the other way. A triple threat match isn't the place where someone becomes the one to dethrone someone. Can, can I ask you this? And I think I know what the answer is, but I need to ask you anyway. Because of what has happened, and I need to make sure I use that caveat, because of what has already happened. So the story they've been telling, including Daniel Bryan since Elimination Chamber. Does it cheapen it if they let Daniel Bryan face Roman Reigns directly after Roman Reigns beats Edge? Directly after? Like, like he did to him. That'd be absolutely awful. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But no. Day after, Consider that yes. payback? No. No, that's that's what heels do. You can't no, that that's remember years ago when Bailey finally won her title from Charlotte because Sasha helped her cheat? And oh, that yeah. kind of yeah, was yeah, the yeah, downfall yeah. of Bailey? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You cannot do that. They, they, so if they put did, have they already announced what night this match is on? The, two. the Okay. So do they do? Oh God, you can't do this either. So if they do, if they do Roman Daniel Bryan night one, you can't have Daniel Bryan win and face Edge, right? On no, night two? No, 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 no. Other way around. So it has to be a triple threat almost. No, I, uh, unless unless you put Edge's title shot on the line on night. Yeah, one. and I'm, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it's a great idea. I, I don't love it just for just on principle. Like right. the Rumble winner should it's get a shot. Correct. I agree with that. But if it's Edge's choice, right? Like if Edge offers you know I, I still don't love it, but it's it's better than a triple threat. I mean it's weird coming off of Sunday segment to get me there. Because yeah. if you want to say there is something to his character, it's you know, he was shouting, it's my time, this is about me. Why is he now putting his title shot on the line? Uh, I mean, in the context of it's all WrestleMania, right? Like he's still on WrestleMania. I don't know, man. I can't. Mm. I can't. I can't get there. If you want me to get there, I can't. But I can't get there with any of this. I can't. Could you get do? Could you do Daniel Bryan versus both Usos, and Edge versus Roman, and then Daniel Bryan gets to face Roman if he wins, or or you presented as he gets a title shot if he if he wins, so that both people had to compete twice in order for that match to happen. Uh, you're, and you you're, and you pile you're, it up you're, on the baby face a little bit. You're working really hard. Wait, I, <laughs> like, I was gonna say, wait, but then where where does Daniel Bryan Edge happen? Like on a SmackDown? Oh, Daniel Bryan kind of, Edge has to it kind happen. of has to happen now. Yeah. Or, or or if if Daniel Bryan ends up winning in that scenario, then Daniel Bryan faces heel Edge at SummerSlam. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. <laughs> All these things are a lot. Look, the obviously th this why this is why based on what you've done, the easiest thing to do is a triple threat. And I get it. That's what's going to happen. Like, I, let's all let's stop kidding ourselves. What's going to happen is a triple threat match, or maybe the you know the scenario where da there's there's one match between Daniel Bryan and Edge, and then a triple threat, right? Like one of those two scenarios is going to play out. Either it's just going to be a triple threat on Sunday night, or Daniel Bryan is going to face Edge on Saturday to get into the triple threat on Sunday, right? One of those two things is going to be what occurs um, at, at WrestleMania. I, I accept that, right? And, 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 and Brandon, where I am willing to join you is that I believe that these three individuals will end up putting on quality work, as quality as Edge is capable of, and the other two are, are obviously outstanding. So I believe that they will put on something that will be a memorable main event of some sort. I don't okay. believe that it will ever give me the same feeling that it would have given me if they had just not fucked around and put edge in any of this. There's just... 
there's, there's nothing. The edge is a nothing. He's a nothing to me. He's not interesting. Do you think the return of the fans has affected this booking at all? And I don't know the answer to my own question. I just, I'm asking yeah, you. I'm trying to think through I, that, I don't right? see why. Right? I don't see why. Like, I, I'm trying to think through why, why. But this has to be, this has to be, okay, let me just back up a second, tell you why I'm asking this question. This has to be affecting something. Well, but I, I think that we, we kind of. I don't know if this is the thing, but th- this has to be, fa- you have to think they're factoring this into something. Well, I don't know, man, because I think they always, once the governor of Florida was on board, I think they always knew they were going to have fans. They just didn't know how many. When, when the Super Bowl had fucking how many? Yeah, one, once they knew they were back in Tampa, yeah. and they okay, knew the okay, Super wait, Bowl wait, 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 okay. Fans. Maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe I asked that incorrectly. We know that they book last minute, so I'm not, I don't mean they're changing things because they just found out there's fans. I'm wondering if they're struggling with knowing there's fans and that's why they're changing shit do you know what i'm saying like not like oh we just learned we can have fans like oh hey remember there's gonna be people i wonder if we should do this or that instead of this because we know that they booked they booked like this before the pandemic do you know what i I mean mean, like there's no reason to believe that they're like honestly that's the surprising thing about this is that if they believed that edge would get like edge probably still would have gotten a good reaction if you just carried through the face thing it might not you know it might not have been the daniel bryan moment but i i don't think there's any reason to truly believe that if you had just gone through you hadn't put daniel bryan in this position at all and you just had edge versus roman reigns I, i don't think there's any reason to believe that they you know edge would have been booed out of the building or anything or, or any or indication of that I, I mean i think he would have gotten an electric response yeah and i think coming out of this like everybody's going you know what i mean like this is not going to be brooklyn the night after wrestlemania like this is going to be like gracious fans that are happy to be there i feel uh, and, and like the the right people will get the right reactions and all that shit. I, I right. maybe so, uh, so you know, and then it goes back to what has changed. I, I agree with you that it's worth asking what has changed. I just don't think it's yeah. the fans. Got it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it is either. And by the way, when you bring up the last minute booking, I think it didn't. Didn't we? Don't we know that's what Edge winning the Royal Rumble was? Like, don't aren't yeah. we? Don't we know that 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 was a last minute booking decision that. And Daniel Bryan was on the board as one of the potential winners. And that reeks of them just overthinking it. That in that moment, they thought they could create a moment with Edge winning the Royal Rumble and and didn't think through all of the the elements of this or just didn't know what they were doing with Edge at, at WrestleMania and felt like he needed to do something important and were kind of desperate, like, We've got this thing, and we don't have an answer for it. I, you know, Brandon, what I would say, the, the far more interesting part of this is what's been impacted by guys they thought they might be able to get for Mania. You know, like, what, what's the impact of whether they, they, they were waiting to find get an answer from a John Cena or a Brock Lesnar or a whoever it is? How's that impacted booking for WrestleMania yeah. that they were maybe still waiting on some answers from some other guys? Um, in the lead up to it, and I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if we can ever know that. All right. Uh, on the other side, as I said, I, that was really weird on Monday. I mean, that was really weird. Like, we gotta acknowledge how weird that whole thing was. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Because <laughs> first, can I just, can I, can I start? Sure. So first, you have Bobby Lashley upset 
at the Hurt Business for interfering in the match. Then he's mad at them for not attacking the guy. Like, you can't do both of those things, can you? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, it's weird. Like, you, can't, you can't say you disrespected me by making me look weak and then be like, hey, why don't you kill my opponent so that I don't have to wrestle him? Like, I, and then I'll go find, and if you can, I'll go find someone else who does. Um, and it's a bunch of, I mean, I, I don't want to say that word. It's a bunch of guys who you don't wouldn't think could beat up Drew McIntyre. Of course not. Um, then add, I mean, add into it, I don't really know. I don't know what they're doing with the Hurt Business as a whole. Like, I don't, I don't get that at all. I get trying to make Bobby Lashley look like more of a heel but trying to make Bobby Lashley look like more of a heel because that's what they should have been doing in cleaning all of this up to go to Drew McIntyre doesn't involve him having a match with Sheamus. No, twice. This is the second time. Then I, <laughs> then you have this Sheamus-Drew McIntyre moment <laughs> only for Sheamus to shit all over it. So, like, I, I for a second sold myself on well, I wouldn't have quickly flipped Sheamus back to face, but wait, did he shit on it? Yeah, remember backstage they were like, you know, they were they were like, well, he respect- I thought he said he's respe- he was then, respe- oh, then, no, then no, he beat up Matt Riddle, and then right, he, right, 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 right. And yeah, then he quickly, they're heading towards Riddle Sheamus, right? Then he right, quickly right. went back. So like, I, like in the moment, you were like, well, this makes no sense. But if they were using it to turn Sheamus face, like I, I that's a weird decision. But like, okay, I guess. And then they made it very clear they weren't fucking doing that either. Like, <laughs> right, right. What was any? It's just so strange, man. Like, listen, it, if it wasn't Drew McIntyre, like, if you just presented this situation to me and you said, "Hey," by the way, all of this still involves Drew McIntyre being a terrible friend. Let's make this yes. very clear. <laughs> yep, he's still like, a bad friend. He's still an awful if friend. If you presented this to me on paper and said, "Hey, there's a guy that's in a group with three other guys." And then, like, played out the scenario that happened on Monday. This guy is going to be fighting another guy for the title. Like, and you didn't tell me who the other guy was because the only reason I feel like there's no way this is happening is because of who the other guy is. I would tell you that that other guy is going to take control of his group. Like, I don't know what other story you're telling here with there being dissension because he's supposed to be the heel in this match. And it doesn't make sense. Like, if he was the face, it would make more sense that, like, oh, okay, like, he's going to get turned on by his group or whatever. But, like, I don't know why you're doing this with the, like, first of all, don't break up the Hurt Business. Like, what what are you doing? We, you haven't even had people yet right. in a real way for this group. Second of all, like, what was that? <laughs> like, this doesn't even make sense. Making it a one-on-one match makes it more like less face heel because at least you could say you know with the hurt business on the outside. Well, Bobby Lashley, you know, we had clearly has some heel indications. By the way, also I love the we can't get it done with Shelton and Cedric, so we're gonna find Drew Gulak and Akira Tozawa and Umberto Carrillo to get it done. I mean, (laughs) so weird, man. It's just so all of it is so weird. Like, thankfully, there's not a lot of time between now and, and WrestleMania because. I think I think I said I think I said this a few weeks ago. Like we keep complaining that we don't know the WrestleMania card is, and I I think I said this. Like once we do though, it's like you need WrestleMania to happen immediately because the raws between yeah, are not good. Yeah, typically. I mean that's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. You know what's really funny is like the the best thing NXT has been unbelievable for the last two weeks, right? Like <laughs> yes. my God, NXT has just been like. 
and I don't, and I'm not even saying this to like shit on AEW. I cannot compare. Like NXT, the last two weeks has been the best wrestling program that I could ever possibly imagine. And and you realize it's because they're doing things to set up their big show. And yeah. that shouldn't be that hard to translate anywhere else, right? <laughs> like, you should be able to have a couple of weeks of programming that, like, really matter because those couple of weeks of programming are what sets up your big show. And I guess it's more difficult for, for WWE, for, for Raw and SmackDown, because you start doing that at the Royal Rumble. So now you're really talking about having, like, 10 weeks of shows that are setting up your big show so it's difficult for you to drag it out but like man raw was tough it was just it it was it was tough i don't know what else to say it was or at least this part of it was tough um i i i, I am still you know what like let's let me let me give some credit where credit's due randy orton alexa bliss i would have liked a little bit more legit offense involved in that once you decided you were doing it I would have liked for a, not Alexa Bliss just throwing fireballs. I would have liked to have just like gotten some strikes in on Randy Orton cleanly, um, but ultimately accomplish what needed to accomplish. And you know the the hideous Bray Wyatt was just silly enough that I'm of course in on. Like I'm, I, I, I was I was curious as your take because I think people are a little split on it. I'm I I disagree with that. I I am actually. I think on board. it's great. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board with it. It, it reminded me of. Uh... It's it's such a great horror movie trope of yeah. like the burned up villain, <laughs> although he's not a villain. But you know what I'm saying. But that, and the, well, that's the weird. Yeah, so that's, thing that is, that is that the part is the weirder part about it. There's no doubt that's one of the weirder parts about it. But it still worked for me. And it's by the way, uh, sometimes you know when 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 in horror movies when the protagonist is attacked, you also have him mangled and disheveled and things along those lines only to come out on top in the end. It worked for me. It worked for me. All of that continued. And the most amazing part is how long have we been doing this, and it still works for me. They, yeah. this, I think they deserve a lot of credit for that. That they have managed to keep this interesting for this long. And, and by the way, Alexa Bliss deserves MVP status for that, because let's just be fair about this. This has worked almost entirely because of Alexa Bliss. Yes. Yes. Um, this, it's, it's a, it's a miracle that they've kept this for as long as they did. And I'm up for it. I'm excited about it. I, I can't wait to see what they do at WrestleMania. Um, as down as I am about other things, I want to say this, very nitpicky. I would have liked a little bit more Alexa offense in that match, but from the broader scope, this has been a home run. I mean, this really has been phenomenal it probably speaks more to how good randy orton has been for a very long time now this is you know his this is the best year of randy orton's career um isn't that insane to it say? is right it is it is insane but it, it's is it not true it's a hundred percent true but like, it's it's incredible like think about all the things he, no he's doubt, done no doubt no doubt but i just and he's done the best work of his career He's he's been amazing. He's been absolutely amazing. Alexa's been amazing. I I don't think we can say enough how good this has been. This has been awesome, and it's given you a respite from some of the other silliness and convoluted mess that this has been a, a part of the show you could look forward to every week. And and yeah, there were times where you're like, wow, that's a that's a lot, right? Like. 
but it still worked. It still worked. And so I, I, I do want to keep saying that because I don't want this is not it's not all bad. I'm capable of acknowledging what I think is really good. And this is really, really good. Also on the really good thing, um, awkward with everything with Charlotte. We'll see how that plays out in the coming weeks. But I'm I'm totally in for Rhea Ripley substituting totally in. Mm-hmm. I think it's big. I think it feels big. I don't I don't think either one of them have to win the match either. I think it I think Rhea Ripley can still be okay even if she doesn't win and can still matter. I think you got to be careful. I think you got to, you know, make sure you do it the right way, but that felt awesome. Like that felt and frankly, I think it was necessary for Asuka too, right? It was sort of been a a side part she has not gotten the prominence she deserves for being the Raw Women's Champion and also being legitimately the MVP of the year a year ago. So I think this all worked, and I think it's a big thumbs up for WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, taking the yeah. last part first, I was going to say, absolutely needed for Oscar because I, I, I was saying that, you know, Bianca Sasha, and I, I still think this is the case that Bianca Sasha is is more important, but I like to the point where Oscar Charlotte in a weird way almost felt slightly irrelevant, partly because of what Sasha, you know, Charlotte had been doing for the past two months. Um, and, and, and Rhea's huge. I don't, I think you're right that you don't need Rhea to win, but you have to have exact plans in mind. 100%. If she doesn't. Yep, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, this this feels like one of the biggest matches on the card to me, and maybe that's just because I'm biased, and I like Asuka's one of my favorites. Rhea's getting there. Um, and this is something we have not seen, and I think that is the most important thing, is you've got two... By uh, definitive main eventers that have not touched, at least in my recent memory that I can think of. Well, they maybe have, Survivor they, Series well, thing or something. But they like haven't. That. They haven't had a one-on-one match on the Correct. the main roster. You know, like th- this is this is a new thing for the broader WWE crowd. And um, they built these two people to the degree that it you can do it. Yes, and you don't it's worthy. Need, you of can it. just say. You can just say they're fighting, and you don't need yes, a whole bunch Rhea of... Rhea has done enough that the average WWE fan should be aware of her and and how of a badass she is. So even if you're not... You know, I don't know who doesn't watch NXT. Like I don't know who those people are at this point, now that it's on USA. But they saw Romania last year. Correct. But they've seen, they have seen her on the main roster. They know what she's capable of. And so... It it it's all it all clicks. All of it clicks. I felt it, man. Like I don't know which one of you predicted it first. Brandon, I think you were the first to predict it when when we saw how things were unfolding. But the mo- I was like, damn, that is good, right? Like that really works. And in that moment, you felt something. Even without a crowd on Monday, you felt like shit. This is real. This is different. This is interesting. I'm on board for it. Um, could not be more excited about that. Anything else from Raw? <laughs> we have our I, official mania match. Don't, don't. I'm not. I'm not. Just don't. Don't even. Don't. Okay. Don't. I. I mean, like, I. I've already spent enough time complaining. What the fuck do you want me to do here? Like, woo, woo. Oh yeah, that happened mid match. Braun Strowman goes train whistle. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? <laughs> Wait. Can I? I do. I do have to. We don't have to talk about Shane a lot, but I. There was two moments. Okay, one of them was in this match, and one of them was in the um, match, whatever the fuck this was, this segment. 
And one of them was in the Drew McIntyre Sheamus match on Fastlane, where I I said, "Wow, that is so wrestling!" Like like a eye roll chuckle wrestling moment. The one in this, or no, let me go with the Sheamus one first. The one in that match was when somebody hit someone with like a big iron trash can, and then you could see the like real plastic one, like right there. Because <laughs> you're, you're like, wait, why? Yeah. Why? Like, the only reason the big iron trash can is there is as a weapon, because the real actual trash can they're using is in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> I just That yeah. made me laugh really hard. And then the other one was, Shane had fucking medical tape on the outside of his jeans. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I didn't even notice well, that. At the pay-per-view, he was wearing, like, the super short shorts as well. To, to no, show this, it off as long, much as he could. Yeah, he had long jeans on, and he had he had the his leg medical tape wrapped around the outside of it. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone wear protective shit over jeans, like in the history of the world. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> on television I, well, or otherwise. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I think I think I think Stone Cold would occasionally wear the brace over jeans. A brace is different than yeah tape. I white agree. Yes, tape. I agree. Or like. I don't even no, know. He what always wore jean shorts. Well, yes, that's true too. That is also true. I I don't know, man. I I you just <laughs> you don't. I don't want to talk about it. 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 You know the sad because part. You're stupid, Glenn. The, it's the, because you're you know stupid. The, you know what it makes Glenn, me. Don't be stupid, how, Glenn. I'm so sad by this. Right. <laughs> what, what makes me so sad about it is like, how does Elias manage to still do good work in the midst of all of this? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> it is incredible. He's, he's so good. He's so, so Braun, good. Braun is good, but he's stuck with these other two pieces yeah, Braun, of shit. Yeah, and Braun's not doing it. There's no good work being done in this. Like, not from him. And, and that's not a knock on Braun. Like, no, no, no. I got to tell you, I, I'm i actually kind of proud of him. Because what could you do? Like, and, and right, I, I think he's you. doing as well as he possibly could with a really bad situation. That's, that's probably true. But El- Elias actually did good work. <laughs> like. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And he stuck with that other waste of space, oh, too. I mean, they couldn't... They, they hate Elias. They clearly hate him. <laughs> they couldn't... This has to be a punishment for something. There's just no way that him having to drag around that piece of shit and then work in the midst of this shit... They, I mean, they, he clearly has to be being punished for something. I don't know what it is. But somehow, despite all of it, he still manages to produce quality content because he's a goddamn genius. Didn't they stick him with Shane before? Two, yeah, it was it. Well, it was uh, it was, was Elias, it, was it? and it was who? Who was the other? Was it Baron Corbin? Was that the other guy or Bobby and or Drew. Lashley? And Drew Lashley, yeah, yeah. There it was all those guys. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> shudder, just shudder, shudder. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so SmackDown though, we're getting Owens and Zayn, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we we knew that yeah. was coming a week sure. ago. Um. Man, I'll take it. Of course. Who's who's bothered? Who's ever going to be bothered by uh, your? Oh wait, we got to talk about that. Sami Zayn, holy shit, is doing. I know we're not surprised, but <laughs> the videos he's posting on Twitter are incredible. Yes. I mean, like I I the best performer in the company is doing the best work. Yeah, oh my god. He's Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah. Like yes, of course. You know, but now he's like the Andy Kaufman of WWE almost. Like yes, there's something to that. I don't disagree with it. Dude, he's, he, look, what do you say? He's great. I mean, it's it's almost the exact opposite of the conversation we just had about Shane McMahon. Like I almost don't want to talk about it cuz it's just like 
Yes, of course. Of there, course. there is one thing. A video popped up, which was the uh, tryout video for Kevin Owens when he had to do a promo. And it was all about basically how he's coming to WWE solely because he's jealous of Sami Zayn and he wants to kill him. And I can't <laughs> wait for Sami to pull that up at some point and use that as another conspiracy that they let this uh, psycho in who just wants to kill him. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, I do. I do have a question though. What could those guys possibly do at this point? Like, are they just there to do the five star match, or are they like? Because I mean, like, are they is are people saying not everyone remembers that? Like, do it again, or are they going to do something for us? Like, that's that's what I'm wondering. Like, are they going to do something for the people that need them to do something? I don't think they're going to let them do that. Yeah, I just, I, 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 this feels like a you know a nice, fun eight-minute match, not a twenty-minute classic. I probably line up with Aaron, but like just a match, no stipulation, nothing. I don't think so. Uh, I, that, that's just my gut because they they're you know hot shotting this so quickly. There's so much, and there's so much else going on too. Yeah, there is. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I probably, I unfortunately, I probably line up with Aaron. But but whatever it is, it's gonna be great. Look, eight, eight minutes of the, those yeah, I mean, two. Like, come on. Great. I mean, like I'm I'm on board with anything. So so it's what it is. Uh, anything else that we need to cover from Raw or SmackDown? Uh, oh, I guess we should talk. No more retribution. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there has yeah. there's never been a retribution. So. It's sort well, of I, I guess the question is, what do they do with the guys? Do do we get to see Dominic Dijakovic finally debut? Uh, I'm, I, I think it's, Mia Yim. I think it, I think Mia is the one, right? Like Mia will come out of it and, and she'll be Mia. I think everybody else, I, I fear the worst, right? The worst being they never recover in any way, but, but there's one that I think there's one that can, if they care enough to make him. The other, the other guys, they had no ever any direction. You know sure. what I mean? Like Shane Thorne had no direction. Mace was a freaking commentator for a minute, and then we never really saw him otherwise. But Dijakovic was like a and, real and, mainstay and on should, NXT. And 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 look, I think one of two things happened with Dijakovic. I think he either Vince McMahon says he's big, let's figure something out, or he just goes right back. He reverts right back to NXT, which is fine by me, and I'm fine by that too. Yep. And because I do, dude, Carrion Cross, Dijakovic, okay, awesome, awesome, a <laughs> yes. ten, yeah. right? So I, I, I think, I, I think you're all right. I think you're all right. All right. Uh, I guess we should talk about Andrade for a second. Um, I, I, I like Andrade, so it's a bummer. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna try to say this the nicest way I can. I don't think Andrade stood out in a way to me that was so significant that I'm going to crucify WWE over not getting it with him. I think it's a it makes no sense that that you elevate someone to be NXT champion that the company as a whole doesn't get. Like that's I think there's a bigger problem in between the two brands of if if you decide to elevate someone to being NXT champion, it should be because like the Vince McMahon gets it and and sees it and there should be conversation between the two. But I I like Andrade. I liked him about as much as I liked a lot of other guys. And it's not a knock. It's not I I hope people don't hear that and think I'm shitting on him. I'm not. I think he's a very strong talent. I think that 
he has a lot to offer, but it's not the end of the world to me. I I think he's well-served, in fact. By the way, I don't think that AEW is the right answer for him. Neither do I, actually. I think there's another obvious answer. I think Ring of of Honor is the answer. Ring of Honor, especially with Roosh there. Yep. I think Ring of Honor, it's a slam dunk. I think he is a star of stars. I think he is – you you can build a show around him a little bit. Um, I think that's where – I I think he gets lost in the shuffle on AEW, frankly. I I just – I think he's a guy. Um, I, I, and I, 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 yeah, I think I think you pair him up again with Roosh. You you know, eventually you can separate them again. Who, you who, add who is that? Who's Roosh? So Roosh is right now. He's the Ring of Honor champion. They were uh, Andrade as as La Sombra as the time at the time, and Roosh were the original Los Ingobernables in Mexico, where you know Los the what you have with Naito in New Japan, and now with Ring of Honor and Faction Ingobernables started with those two together. So they're longtime friends. You you harken back on that. And then if you add Zelina in as their manager, it elevates everybody in the process. I think it's ten and a okay. half. I mean, I think it's yeah. I think it's spectacular um, if that's the route he goes. So um, it looks. I guess the the most recent reporting is that Charlotte is expected to be back and might be on SmackDown this week. Um, I have a prediction for that. Oh, I think that's the tag team title match. I think it's going to be Nia and Shayna versus Charlotte and question mark who ends up being Becky Lynch. Ooh, ooh, makes as much sense as anything. Oh, well, that's the, not only the reason make... I thought that is because nothing makes sense in the mm-hmm. tag team division right now. And Charlotte coming back, you have to have her on WrestleMania if she's really coming back. So to me, is that's there somebody the besides one. Becky you can use? I'm, that that I guess that's the the one right, thing. Ronda. No, mm, no, no, no. If they had Ronda Rousey, there is no fucking chance. That it, it would be Ronda Charlotte. Yeah, no well, chance. So there's one. So there's one other. There's one other answer that doesn't involve Charlotte. Although if you're not involving no, Charlotte, I, I think Charlotte. I think Charlotte in the tag titles is the right call there. It, it gives it, her something a reason I, to be away from the main titles. Yeah. The the only other answer would be that you're doing a long con with uh, what's his face and it's Carmella and someone. But like, what if it's Bailey? Yeah, that's the. I was trying to figure out a way to make that. I was going to ask that too. It doesn't. It's either it, Becky it or doesn't. Like, yeah. let's be honest. It doesn't work. Now, that doesn't mean they don't do it, but it doesn't work. If you're having them face Nia and Shayna, it can't be Bailey. I mean, it just can't. Wait, be. wait, 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 wait. What if it's both? What, what if it's Bailey, but Bailey bails, and then you get the big pop? With the nonsensical, this guy, this person can be the partner now. Yeah, I mean, sh- sure, like sure, that's that's an. I mean, option. I'm almost wondering, can nah, they wouldn't do it though. Like, I'm I'm almost wondering if you can set it up because Billy's been such a good heel, like yeah. where you can have Charlotte and Bailey as the heels, and with Reginald involved, kind of make Nia and uh, Shayna more faceish. But it, it would be very, it's, very tricky. It's very tricky to do. I I think what you're trying to get to, Aaron, would be that. You essentially have Charlotte. They're all odd couples at that point, right? Like the story that right. you're really telling is a bunch of reluctance. That Naya has become more of a face, and Shayna is the heel, right? Because she hates Reginald, and Naya yep. Naya's being playful. And then Charlotte is a tweener, but she's Charlotte, so we're happy to have her. And she needs a partner, and Bailey doesn't have anything to do. And you're telling two stories about reluctance that somehow spins off, and that's the tricky part, into Naya and Charlotte liking each other and being buddy-buddy and Shayna. Like, I, 
I don't know. I don't know about that part. I don't even know if you need that part. Oh, I'm not saying that they become tag teams. I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying more that like you're you're inter you're interweaving the awkwardness, right? And like at some point, Naya like Charlotte acknowledges that Naya is dealing with bullshit from Shayna, and Naya acknowledges that Charlotte's dealing with bullshit. Like that that somehow you're dancing around that part, right? Like that it, within the match that you're doing. It's really about two odd couples at that point. Mm. It's it's weird. It's not clean. Could you make it work because you don't have anything else to do? And frankly, because like Bailey and Charlotte need something to do for WrestleMania. Ba- Bailey has to be after her year. She has to be involved in a One, you know not women's one hundred percent. And what you're really doing is you're hopefully maybe the next night having someone take the tag titles off of Nia and Shayna and setting up two good storylines coming out of it. Which is Charlotte versus Bailey and Nia versus Shayna. Sure. N- Bailey gr- is the last person to defeat Charlotte, correct? Uh, is that right? I couldn't I tell you definitively, the, but I think she was right. the last person to defeat Charlotte in like a one-on-one match. Now I'm sure that Sasha did something or whatever, but I think that I think that she was the last one to face her one-on-one. Didn't she win the title from Charlotte? I thought she did. You might be right about that. I'm just, I'm. Ugh. Lacey, def- I mean, by DQ, as far as pinning, um, just going through here. Apparently, Lacey defeated Charlotte. I, I'm sure it wasn't clean, but back in January. Yeah, because yeah, Ric Flair yeah, cheated. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. All right, let's get on to uh, Wednesday night. Um, Two things. I already said it already. My, I, I, I can't say enough. The last two weeks of NXT should be held up as like a pinnacle of what professional wrestling can be. Jesus Christ, man. Like just everything has clicked. Everything has clicked on NXT for two weeks. I, I don't I, I can't. You know say what I think a big part it. of it is? What? It's, it's something we're not even thinking about. But I thought about it when I was uh, catching up this morning. Regal. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Re- I mean, Regal's always been a great presence, and I've, I've always he's thought he's been just, on it yeah. quite a bit, and and like, he yeah, should be, on, and, dude, and, and he's the perfect. Yep, he's the perfect. You know, we we always say like, you know, authority figures rarely work unless they're fit. You know, pretty heelish. They, Regal's the exception, but he's just an authority. That's all he is. Like right, when, exactly. when his presence matters, and he is very definitive in what he says. If he's around, you know, it's important what he's about. He makes logical decisions you know like even when you know it's coming right like there's only one way for us to settle this war games like you know that's what's happening but yet when he says it it matters can't wait for it like um yeah you know i didn't think about it a lot brandon but you're right like and 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 you do it he doesn't waste time he just says here's what we're doing which makes it so definitive and authoritative that you kind of need that. You don't have to mess around. You don't have to hear, oh, I'm hearing from the back that this match is official now. Like, it's just, it's official. And I'm telling you it's official. It's a great point that helps. That's a dynamite observation on your part. Um, it, it is, Thank you. It is absolutely part of what's made it so good. But my, You, you know what else has, has really worked? And it, it goes back to kind of what, you know, particularly I was saying about just, you know, kind of the nebulous pieces, the lacks of face heel, kind of the messiness of it all made it so all of these pieces were like 
could just be dropped into whatever. So whenever you had something ready to go, like they do now, they have something to point to. You can drop these pieces anywhere, point them in the right direction, and it didn't really. You didn't have to clean up anything in the process. Yeah, and and combined with the fact that we're you know we we like all of them, right? Like, right. That, yeah. that, there is part of it that's that's that too that we are inclined. Like, who's involved with this that we aren't inclined to like? I mean, frankly, the the one that's the biggest stretch is probably Karrion Cross, right? Like, Karrion Cross, um, maybe Jordan Devlin, just because we don't yeah, care that's a enough good about point. him, right? And but and and those two are very specific. There's no reason for anybody to specifically not like Karrion Cross as a performer. There's just the people like Brandon that that still haven't seen a lot of Karrion Cross as the performer. And and, uh, and even I've come around the past couple of weeks, you know, as as we've talked about. Yeah. So, so. And, but Jordan Devlin's the better argument, right? That that we don't. We don't really know how to feel there because am I supposed to like Santos Escobar now? <laughs> like that's a that's a stretch. Like that's a stretch from where we've been. I know I don't like Jordan Devlin from the little bit that you've shown me of him. Like Did anybody go from concerned to elated immediately in the Shawn Michaels thing? Oh, oh yeah. No I, doubt. I, oh. I was actually <laughs> And the thing that I, I decided, like, I was going back and forth on whether I, I liked it or not. The fact that they didn't, you know, on commentary go, just like WrestleMania 10, they both have their belts and they have to climb the la you know. Now they might do that next week, but I was actually pleasantly surprised they showed restraint on that. Um, but they, they did say, though, like, like... If anybody should be right, doing no, no, no. But like the fact that this is the exact WrestleMania ten, where both of them claim they're the true, yeah. you know, in that case, Intercontinental champions. And, and the fact that they didn't beat you over the head with it, I thought was nice. And, and that's part of yeah. why it all works, right? It's nice and subtle. Shawn Michaels is there, but he's not the match either. Like that's right. that's the important part to me. Yeah, it's the you can be there and you can help a storyline along, but get the fuck out afterwards. And you're right. you're not the match isn't Shawn Michaels. But there's something that's logical. There's a logical parallel. He's there. He's part of NXT. So why not do that? And then, and then immediately gone. Now, I don't you, know. You put, you, you put him in a quick video package so people who, for whatever reason, don't know the story can say, oh, yeah, WrestleMania 10. I don't, you don't have to say anything else. Yeah. Or you just never do anything. You don't even have to. That's do an. That. But I. I mean, but I. To, to, I think that it helps. I do think that it adds something if he. If in the 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 video package for the match, you ask him about WrestleMania 10, right? And yeah. and 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 include that in telling the story for this. But again, the point is, do not take the focus off of. I I we we're dancing around the fact that like it seems like they really want Santos Escobar to be a star, and I'm good with that. Because he's got a look, right? Um, he's he's a, a very good performer. It, it makes complete sense for them to think of Santos Escobar as a star. So they also do this thing with Adam Cole, right? With Shawn Michaels. And does that maybe lead to a storyline between Santos Escobar and Adam Cole moving forward? Was there, was there some foreshadowing somehow that was being done there? I, I, I liked mm -hmm. it all. I liked it all, man. Why do you not like that? No, no, it's not that I don't like it. It's I don't know. I I don't think that's. What then why did thinking. they have? Why did they have the interaction between Shawn Michaels? Yeah, and there, there's something about there's something to. I that. don't know. I, I think that was just one of those moments where it's logical for them to pass, and that's kind of everybody's. You know, everyone says, "Oh, you know, take a uh, star from the past, put them in the main roster where you want." You see, say Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole. And I think that was just kind of their wink and their nod. I mean, you that. can say that, but that was really deliberate. I, I, I. I 
I don't know. I, I'm more with I, Glenn. Like, I, there's something it, to that. It feels more to me like they want Santos Escobar to be a star. He's he's got. I think we all would think that he's got to lose this, right? Like he had, don't doesn't he? He has to lose this in order to be elevated. I, yeah. It just depends what they have open. You gotta, like, you gotta get him out of the cruiserweight, is what Glenn is saying. Right. Yeah. So like, eventually, I just, I, I want them to have a clear path, a clear feud, a clear title show. You know, whatever it is going forward, which they can do, but no, no wavering but on the, it. If he's but, out of that division, I want him going straight that, into something. And and if if they if they have a fucking barn burner of a ladder match, right? And and I think that, which why, they should, they should. So you come out of that. We're now a little bit more inclined to like Santos Escobar. And there's this thing between Adam Cole and Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels just happened to be interacting with Santos Escobar and was impressed by what he did in the ladder match that he suggested. Doesn't that feel like it can be a thing to help you get Santos Escobar over? Yeah. To me, it's almost a... I would be worried you're using Shawn Michaels as a device too much in that case. But, but I think you can do it quickly. I think you can quickly right. do it from one to the next. I think it can just be Shawn Michaels is a neutral observer who's really impressed. He suggested it. He's really impressed by Santos Escobar's performance in the match. He thinks it's brilliant. And now Adam Cole's got this problem with him, and he can introduce Santos Escobar to help him solve the problem and then get the fuck back out again. Like... I'm not saying it will go that way. I'm not even saying that's the plan, right? But I think it can be done, and I think it's, I think it's good and answers why it is they did that in the back. So that's all. That's just, just something that, that, that jumped out at me in watching all of that. I don't really have anything else to say about NXT other than just yes, yes, good thumb, fucking hands up all <laughs> around. Like what, what, I mean, my God, this has been an unbelievable two weeks. And if they keep at this pace leading up to the Tuesday night thing, right? Like, you know, this is... I mean, you, you only have to go through one more week of this. Ah. It's literally two weeks. Yeah, there's next week and the following week is um, is takeover for two nights. Yeah. And then, but then I, ideally, you're coming out of a high, like a month of a high into yeah. the move to Tuesday nights. Um, yep. Whew, whew, can't say enough. Um, and I don't really have all that much to, to complain about with AEW this week. Um, one big thing. Well, one big thing is is Cody Rhodes getting a fucking reality show. It's so embarrassing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's horrendously uh, embarrassing. It's, uh, I mean, you'd say Miz getting a reality show was embarrassing. Completely, completely different. It's thing. a whole different it's situation. Completely different. They weren't trying to pass the Miz off as the only person that mattered on 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 AEW but, on WWE. Okay, television. fine. Yeah. Okay. It's right. it's so embarrassing. It's just so. He's a caricature. Like Cody Rhodes getting a reality show is like Triple H getting a reality show. Like that would be that would be embarrassing. That would be. Although you could argue that Triple H is a much bigger star. Well, I was I was gonna like I I just for for me if it happens off of you know off of AEW which of course is going to find its way on just like Total Divas and Total Bellas found its way. It already did. And the, 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 you could argue that that was going to be where this is going for me, Aaron. Was that like you could already wonder if they did certain things on dynamite just to put it oh, on just to... well based on the preview that we saw fair fair i mean the entire thing was yeah i mean there was stuff from their yeah. house but yeah. a lot of it was by the way the the clip heard round the world to me and that was the was and of course it's completely out of context so we don't know I'm tired of doing things for other people or whatever. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you holy, nailed it, buddy. Holy <laughs> which, shit. Holy which, shit. Which, by man. the way, like, uh, 
the, that whole thing, the whole Cody thing, and then that was the one big thing. Not just that he's getting a reality show, but the whole QT Marshall Cody oh, thing. Oh, God. I brought it up last week. That, that was, that was the one, cringe. like... Yeah, it's super cringe. It's, again, out of out of everything, because I think, you know, Glenn, you're, even you were okay with it largely. I think everything else was at least fine. You could nitpick yeah, here and there. I, mean, I, it was I didn't want to the presence in the main event. There's another thing at the end. But hang on, I, wait a second. I this is tough because I actually think this was one of the better dynamites. It's yeah. it, it was particularly difficult because I watched it right after I watched NXT. NXT, and, yeah. And I can't. But everything was logical for the most part. For the most part. What I, about the end? What? What? Okay. What is? If you're specific, hang on. Let me separate two things. There is a specific problem that I have about the end. That yeah. being that that Sting is like that, that Darby Allen and Sting can't fucking separate each other like that. Right. That's a massive problem. There's, Dark there's Order against the issue. Hardys works, I think. That no. part... No, 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 no. You the... want Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy? No, 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 no. I want Dark Order. By the way, I'm okay with Sting versus Matt Hardy if we have to have Sting. No! No, not... no we don't want that. I don't want it. it. If we Why have to have Sting, that? I'm telling right, you I, we have to have Sting. I understand what Aaron's saying. I, it, there's some, it's, I'm somewhere between the two things that you're saying. I, d- I certainly don't want it. In the in the context of they're doing something with Sting, and so would you rather it being Sting, you know, interjecting himself in something that matters, or working with Matt Hardy, who we don't give a shit about? Like, I, I get in context, sure, I'd rather it be Matt Hardy, but that doesn't mean I My want any of it. My concern is it looks like Matt Hardy was attacking Darby directly, and which would make him the contender that for would the be a problem. I, I but am, that's what it came off I, like to I, me. You know what's weird about that? It's it's this is so funny, Brandon. That didn't bother me as much and the only reason it didn't bother me is because they don't have a pay-per-view coming up is there um, something i'm missing though like how did it make sense like the, the, it doesn't some... let's not pretend like okay. it, it doesn't make sense well I, they're they've been teasing stuff between the hardys and the dark order i right. think that's yeah, and... but then why did he attack darby he's not in the dark order he might have just like to, to me it was more they were just kind of there no, the no, 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 no. You have to go. I literally oh. just watched this while right. we were talking. No, I mean, I know obviously Darby got attacked first. But he was the, it was only Matt Hardy and only hitting Darby. And then all the other people ran out. That's why I say it felt oh, direct, no, I, like. It I, was, I came off the same with it, Brandon. It felt like Matt, Matt Hardy was trying to get himself in, in a TNT championship match. But I'm, I'm not. Again, the reason You're okay with that in a, for a random dynamite in April. It, that's exactly what I'm like. It, okay. At a time in which nothing really matters. Sure, do that, right? Like, if if the focus is Darby Allen, fucking do anything that the focus is actually Darby Allen for a goddamn change. Because he's yeah, the as guy long as he's winning, which correct, he will. Correct. Yeah. So and, that, and it's not he's winning because of Sting. That part doesn't bother me. Now, if that was the program that you were working leading up to your Memorial Day pay per view, if you're if you're setting up today on March twenty fourth when when the show aired, the Memorial Day match. For Darby Allen is Matt Hardy, and you're driving that for eight weeks. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not on board with that. But, but you have a championship that's supposed to be the championship that gets regularly defended, and Matt Hardy saying, "I'll be a guy for for one of those weeks." Eh, you know, I, I'm not trying to tell you that I love it, but there's logic in that, and. Frankly, a little bit more logic than there is having him face John Silver in the main event of a match where I like John Silver yeah. and it was a good match. It was a good match, but like match was good. It's an awkward spot to be in because I I don't want John they're Silver. A comedy, to, they're right, a comedy group. I don't want John Silver to win. Um, 
Which is a shame because I, I want to like him, but I don't want him to win the match. So, by, by, by the way, I want to point out something we complain about all the time that actually worked for me this time. It, in the context of what they are currently, it kind of works for me for all those guys to run away from Sting. Like, normally I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But because because they are a comedy group. Right, they are, I get well, it. The, the, thing that, the thing that didn't work for me is Sting coming out to even the odds when they, no, they weren't doing no. anything? They what? weren't doing anything. That, I mean that, and that's like Sting. Sting should have come out if, if Sting had come out at the after the match when you know the Hardy started. I would have been more okay with but it. That's why, Brandon. The bigger problem is Sting. Like the bigger problem <laughs> is the problem is not Matt Hardy. The bigger problem is Sting. They they and it goes back to why Sting could never work. And, and I'm gonna end up sounding like I sounded when I had this Edge conversation. Sting could never work because, like, let's just say. That what you're saying now is Sting is Darby Allen's manager. Well, then you're accepting that it was never a big deal that Sting was there because he's just fucking Darby Allen's manager. That's it, right? So it, it it's probably the best thing they could do at this point is just make him Darby Allen's manager. But then it's acknowledging it was never a big deal that we had Sting, and they can't do that. In order for Sting to be a big deal, in order for it to matter that he's there, he has to wrestle, and you can't have him wrestle. This you cannot. Or he has to. Or he you has can. To you just have out. to do it. At pay-per-views in the yeah. same way that this last, nah. last pay-per-view. Or, or yeah. he has to come out like this all the time and, and, so they can yell about him and stuff. But it's just awkward. It's just awkward, sure. man. It's awkward. Yes. This cannot 100%. work. This cannot. But, by the way, I will go back on. I'm going to go back on something that I said. If, to Aaron's point, we get Sting and Matt Hardy, and it's like a cinematic situation... Yeah. Nobody okay. better. That's one. Okay. That was one of my okay. points. Because that's that's almost that's. I can't believe I'm going to say this. That's almost like Sting Bray Wyatt or Sting Undertaker or get, something. You right. know what I mean? If yes. it's the right area, right. Yes. right. If if it's a we have to do something. We're doing it at Memorial Day. We're going to go film it two weeks ahead of time, so Sting doesn't really have to work. He just has mm-hmm. to. You know, throw some things at Matt Hardy. And we get all the and... goofy Hardy compound stuff that Correct. we like or the, whatever. The problem being, can you get Darby Allen out of that? Because the, that's the problem. It, it yes. does become a problem. Really, you still need Matt Hardy's got his crew, so you still need Sting to have a crew. So it can't be Darby Allen. It can't be. You have to get him away what's from the, that shit. It's a dark order with Sting. <laughs> why, wow. Why, why the fuck not at this point? I mean, that's, that's a, a it's an not in- a bad idea. It's an interesting thought, and I guess what I would say is it's a shame that we're having that thought because I think those guys are capable of of you know what I mean. Like I, but I'm okay with using them temporarily. Like them not a year, through- a year. No, if you use them to get through like this feud, yeah. If they made a deal or something, now now we have to see how the hangman part plays out. Right. First. Right. I guess so I guess messy, what I, I guess what I would say is, in all, I'm still not interested in it, right? Like you still can't no, make me interested. I, mean, I don't in, want Sting. In I anything. don't. I don't want Sting doing anything. I, you can't get me to get interested in that. But to Aaron's point, in the okay, now I'm telling you, you don't get a choice in that. You have to deal with this. Is like the Edge. There's such a parallel with Edge, like that. We there's nothing else we can do. He's in. He's in the. How do we solve it? It is about as good as we could ask for. Um, but he's got to get away from Darby. In that situation, it cannot. There cannot be any overlap with Darby. That's got to end, end. Or he just has to be Darby's manager. But that I don't want that either. I don't want that either. Um, you want him swinging the bat. Like if there's anything you want from Sting, you want him swinging the bat. Um, 
Which I guess, I guess... And not against Lance Torture. Right. No, sure as shit not. Sure as shit not. No doubt about that. All right, anything else? I did like that promo, by the way. The Archer promo. I I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. It's just still fucking weird as shit how we got to that point. It's like... It can't change that. And if you want me you give me something else that I like, um, Britt Baker's promo was perfect. Fire. Yeah, was it was really good. Wonderful. And, and, really and the, good. the thing they did with the women later felt and, like, okay. And, and it felt, again, as I went back to, if last week was their announcement that we're going to try to have a women's division moving forward, mm-hmm. Ty Conti, that felt like a credible. Getting Allie back in the picture. All of that felt credible for, yeah, for a company to have a women's division. I mean, again, it's it's. It's still only we're talking about two weeks. We got two weeks of a women's division now. That was a big win for Ty Conti. Um, it, it was. was it was. I mean, it, it it was a real match. It yeah. she looked awesome. She the former had, champion that she defeated. You know, yep. she is awesome. Ty Conti's great. Um And by the way, if this is about just saying, look, let's put the title itself on the back burner, let's develop these characters first I'm and fine then fine with that. Yeah, yes, I'm gonna that's how it should hang be. on a second. I'm I'm gonna settle down on that a little bit. That's not fair to Sheeta. It's not. It's not, but she's she's dead in the water at this and point. Th- and that's, I honestly believe that the division is so dead that you need to put her on the back burner too. And and specifically the title to make sure that all of these other challengers, as we're rebooting this division, if that's what we are can sustain it maybe maybe but that's it's that's bullshit for her i mean that really it sucks, is it's but bullshit that, that's for her the situation because none right of this now. is her it, fault by the way speaking of sheeta did something happen that i missed like why did she come out attacking i mean it she, was it just felt like her being doing a face thing when a heel was was you know that i i don't think no, that, but wasn't but wasn't she on her back like like I felt like Ty Conti won, right? And, and then, then Sheeta was like beating up someone that was already laying down. No, no, I, no, because because Nyla and yeah. Allie had come out and started beating up. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. I, I must have missed that part. Yeah, that was that was just her being a face and coming out and doing something the faces would do. Um, you know, it's not it's not completely logical, but it's logical enough in that whatever, whatever, whatever. It's 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 logical enough. Um, you know they're gonna they're getting her involved with this, and so maybe that spins. Maybe there's a Sheeta Alley program for a little while, right? That comes from this. Mm. Okay, I mean it's something, right? Like it's something. It's no worse than anything you've done. And at some point, obviously, Britt Baker has to be. I guess it's pretty clear at this point that it's going to be Sheeta and Britt Baker at Memorial Day. It has to be. Um, it has to be. You have to do that. <laughs> like, I, I, I agree. I agree. It's just, I think to me, that's part of the reason why you can't just leave Sheeta on the back burner, right? Like, you, she has to matter somehow, some way for a little while. Um, and I'm asking for a lot because there's literally never been a division. So now I'm asking for you to do both things, both, you know, create a credible division. The, 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 other, the other problem they've got, and I don't, I don't have a lot of time here, there, there's so many shows... They want me to watch these shows. I can't do it. I can't. I cannot do it. Other people might be able to. God bless you if you can. I cannot commit to watching more shows. And it continues to be an issue when they're just throwing people in and trying to get me to, like, they have not done enough with Matt Seidel for me to care about Matt Seidel. I don't. I don't care about Matt Seidel because you haven't. And somebody said, well, they have. It's just been on other shows. Not good enough. I I like the fake uh, gimmick they try to call that match. It's some kind of title eliminator. Right. Like, oh, well, actually, I, I I love the fact that it was the if he wins, he, like this is the first time that's ever. That's always wrestling. the way it works. 
Like, that's the thing. He, Seidel always wins, though. Or, or, like, Seidel's always supposed to win in that match. I kind of love the fact that he didn't for once. But, but it's the bigger problem, which is that they keep, they keep putting their champions into things that don't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they constantly do this, where the champion is doing something that doesn't matter. And I get that later in the night, they, they, I don't really know where that's going either, by the way. I, right. I, I don't know where that's going. Who's, that, I mean, that feels like Bucks versus Good Brothers, but where does that leave Kenny? I mean, no, but Kenny's the center of the story. Right. Well, I understand well, but that, but what's his match? There's a bigger problem. Who would the young Bucks friend be? Yeah. Cody. I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't I know. Mean, if this if this was farther down the road, I'd say this is where Hangman comes back. Sure. But it feels they a little have... early. It feels early for that. Yep. And they still does. have Moxley cutting promos. Him and Eddie Kingston cutting promos on Kenny Omega. But you can't and, have both of them get involved. No, well, no, I know. I'm, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm presenting the issue is that that you've got you've got Kenny and uh, or sorry, you've got Moxley and uh, Kingston cutting promos on the Good Brothers and Kenny. I'm I'm a little concerned. The answer is Christian because, quite frankly, the, the, oh, the segment Christ. the the segment this week would have worked if that was his first appearance without yeah. the Kenny stuff. Yeah, like that's yeah, what, what you should do with Christian. Uh, yeah, man, sure, sure. I, I but I yeah, if he's, if he's the one who's getting the Memorial Day title shot, that's a problem. Yep, it's it's complicated. It's complicated. We'll see how it goes. But as a whole. I think they've had worse shows. I, I don't. I don't think as a whole this was an offensive show. I think this was fine. There was one bad segment, and I think one questionable choice. And 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 unfortunately, they just happened to be on up against a fucking barn burner of an NXT man. Like just a a, a great great show on the other side. And so it it looks lopsided to me. But I don't know. This this was a totally fine wrestling show to me that that AEW put on this week. I was mm-hmm. I was fine and, with it. I, I know we didn't say it specifically. We just said we don't know where it's going. But I did, I did, and I have to say this because typically I don't. I did like the Kenny promo this week. I like I, when I, Kenny cuts promos. I don't like sure. when Don Callis cuts promos. I don't know right. what this is, Aaron. I know you're a Don Callis guy. Um, uh, no, no, I mean I, I know who he is, and I you know I liked him when he was the Jackal. But you, but you, you've been more defensive of him being somebody that could add something. I, I, I thought at first he could add something, but I didn't know that they were going to make him the focal point. Bra- Brandon's boy Mark Madden is in love with the guy. Well, I, I don't, I don't get that at all. No, I, I don't, I don't understand why he a, likes him. It's such a huge zero to me. Like, I, he, he, you know, Mark, Mark Madden makes some other Don Cal's a heel, and they see each other. Yeah, each other. Maybe, right. he, he actually makes a lot of good other points about AEW. That's yeah, just not. One it's a weird one. <laughs> like I saw him say, like it's the best promo in wrestling. I'm like, when, yeah. when, when? Not a Name He's that. He's thing, is what I'm guessing. And that, and that I'm sure has something to do with it, and so that's the reason why he I said, said it. the same thing about Pat McAfee. He said that he was a big Pat McAfee is the greatest promo on wrestling too. Sure, and but he also goes on Pat's show every week. Oh, and, no, that's okay. that's my got point. It's it. like got it. I think that, these guys yep. are boys yep. or whatever. Yep. Yep. That, that does explain a lot then. It's a weird bit. I'm like I it, it's ba- and by the way, it was so glaring when Kenny just cut his own promo and you're like, "Why in the fuck is Don Callis involved with any of this?" Kenny does not Kenny needs Don Callis about as much as um, you know, in, Daniel Bryan needs Don, Don Callis, right? Like right. nobody needs Don Callis. N- no. I mean no but no one needs. But him. but specifically, Kenny doesn't need anybody. I mean, Kenny's fine. He doesn't need anybody, and Don Callis has not added a thing. Like if, yeah, if you like, want to say he's helped him get over as a full heel, fine. But he doesn't need to talk to do that. His presence is well, enough. 
Yeah, what just I was being shitty, say is right. If, yeah. What I was going to say is if they played it like he was manipulating Kenny, I just don't think they're playing that. They're, I don't know if they're trying to play that, and if they are, they're not doing a good job. But that would be the one way that I yeah. think that it could work is if somehow he's manipulating Kenny and changing. If the, if they were showing that accurately, and it's not just Kenny deciding to be an asshole, and he loves Don Callis, and he's not being tricked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like for a minute it looked like they were going to do that when they had Don Callis doing stuff when Kenny wasn't around and. Stuff like that with the Bucks. There was like one of those promos, if you remember, yeah. at yeah. his yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. apartment or whatever, at yeah. his house. Yeah. But they, they, they have not done that, though. Yep. All right. To, uh, I I did want to ask one quick thing. Yes. Actually, it was it was gotta two, be, but one will table for next week. The uh, the pinnacle theme. Did you pop or roll your eyes at the obvious horseman? Yeah, thing? I rolled my eyes at it. If I'm being honest, okay. I rolled my eyes. Same. But but thankfully they just wrestled this week, and at least they didn't make it all about Tully Blanchard. So. I'll still say as a whole, it was better than last week. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm looking agreed. forward to the other theme thing for next week. Uh, you want to tease it? Uh, someone may have some licensed music. Oh, yeah. They're wrestling next week. So I'm interested to see if that's a thing well, for TV. Orange Cassidy, right? Yes. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. You gave it away. <laughs> you just gave it away. I did not know that. Um, and by the way, we didn't even talk about the LA Knight thing again, Aaron. I'm sorry. Like, you're, you're 100% right about this. We talked about it last week. It's. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous that, that either – there's no way of getting around it. He definitely shouldn't be from Hagerstown. If he's going to be, he should at least get it right. Um, right. By the way, I came up, came up with the right answer. Yes. Hailing from the City of Light, L.A. Night. Perfect. 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 I don't like giving you credit for anything. You were right about something related to Maryland basketball this week, too. I've given you a lot of credit this week. There's way more credit than go. I'll ever be able, willing to give you. Um, but, yes, it's, it's ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. Uh, all right. Uh, Aaron, plug Vison. Uh, yeah, VEASAN.com. Check it out. Obviously, we have a lot of tournament stuff going on, a tournament betting guide, everything you're going to want. Uh, VEASAN.com, and we are on the uh, iHeartMedia app. Uh, and, of course, at the AOster on Twitter is where they find you. Brandon, anything? Nothing yet. I did have a food thing, and I completely forgot oh, what it was. Oh, damn it. Way to go. Way to I go. I know. I'm really upset with myself. Cause, is, oh, is it no, no. Keeps Pepsi? I know what it is. That is I know what thing. it is. Chipotle has quesadillas. Oh, that's right. Now. They do. It took them a while. And they're really good. Well, like makes... They taste like they cost twice as much as they that cost. That makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know why that took so good. Didn't they always have quesadillas? Nope. No. Nope. This is a brand new thing. Uh, they, they always had kids' quesadillas, I guess. They, they also they, they were they were individual Chipotles that like if you asked, they would figure out a way to do it for it's you. It's like the secret menu, yeah. right? Yeah. But this now, is like how it's square. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but listen, you could get chicken, you could get all this, you know, all the stuff you normally can get on a burrito or whatever, but then they have, um, they have a fajita veggie and guacamole one, and then they have a cheese and guacamole uh, one, which I haven't tried, but that sounds kind of interesting to have guacamole inside yeah, of a, yeah, it's interesting. That's interesting. But, Look, so that's I'm, my big. That no, was my big. I don't, uh, I don't know why that took. I don't know why that took so long. I mean, like Jesus Christ, you could get a a, case, a quesadilla quidoba like a decade and a half ago. Well, all um, this stuff is. It's, it's like we say about Taco Bell. Like all the menu items are made out of the same like. Yeah, six why? Ingredients. What in the hell, man? Like, like why wouldn't you have done this? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, Brandon, uh, you you furthered your divorce from cancer, right? This week. Yeah, yeah. So I got my port removed, which like honestly, it doesn't really change a lot about like my day-to-day or whatever except for like this thing is just out of my chest that's been in there for two years and it just felt like a big accomplishment because like that you know like they don't feel like they need 
to have it sitting there in case of emergency anymore. So thank you. That's it was, no it was longer Iron emotion- Man, so whatever. Who cares? <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah, no doubt. it was an emotional day for me because it's just like I'm never gonna get real closure. So that was like the I still have to go every three months or whatever, but that was like the closest thing to be like, okay, at least I don't have this thing in my body anymore. That's awesome. So. That's awesome, man. We're happy for you. We we are very happy for you. That congratulations on that. And and may we never have to talk about cancer ever again. In, unless unless we're, unless we're getting WrestleMania tickets, yes, exactly. <laughs> unless we can get something out of it, then you're cancer boy, again. and and then you're not allowed to die. That's very important. You're not allowed to die <laughs> under any circumstance. All right, uh, at uh, Brandon Linton on Twitter is how you follow him. At Glenn Clark Radio is how you follow me. GlennClarkRadio.com uh, is my website. For Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ oh, by the way, follow his show at uh, WWE. What is it? Most You're such a jerk. <laughs> You're the only one that follows it, and you don't know how to follow it. <laughs> you dick! <laughs> what an asshole you are! Is it at WWE it's at, most wanted? It's at Treasures WWE and at Treasures WWE, the- he has a actual um. Like a promo where yep. he's talking. Yep, yep, oh. in the in interview type of deal. Yeah, correct. Sorry about that. I just want to make sure I mentioned yep. that. Absolutely. Uh, and he got to be part of one of the uh, the famous fun giveaways this week, and that was cool too. And we love the famous fun. And I don't even remember which restaurant they took care of that one, but uh, he did a great job with that. So we're happy for all of those things. Uh, AJ Francis, the main event. Uh, I am Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Me, fine, jobbing out. <laughs> Haggerstown.